Welcome to BizBytes, brought to you by Com Together, helping businesses like yours build their brand through telling amazing stories to engage and grow audiences on multiple platforms. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of BizBytes, and I'm really Excited to have, I, I, look, I'm not even call him an old friend because we've known each other now for a few years. And uh, Greg Smith, it is an absolute pleasure to have you as part of BizBytes. So why don't you formally introduce yourself and your business and what you do? Thanks, Anthony. Really appreciate that. I was almost cheeky enough to call you George or something else just for the <laughs> recording. That would have been hilarious. Um, so... Greg Smith, founder and CEO of Buntu, powered by Send Handwritten. So the pre-existing business, Send Handwritten, we've been in the marketplace for three or four years, uh, helping our clients with lead generation and client retention and interrupting the attention pattern of our clients, clients and prospects with carefully verified data, beautiful handwritten wax-sealed mail, which I know that has worked for you, Anthony, because we've... uh, we played that game with you. Uh, and then I've got a call team that um, here on shore that, that nurtures um, both before and after the mail goes out, nurtures those prospects or clients. And what we got in the middle of 2022, Anthony, was that something changed. Mm. And in summary, in terms of an intro, what changed was the fact that human beings that are taking responsibility for running for-purpose enterprises are largely as a species, anxious. So we developed a new brand to nurture that client base and our prospects. So metaphorically, we want our arms around our clients, and that's where Buntu came from. Buntu is a derivative of the South African word, which means, Anthony, I see you, I recognise you, and I appreciate the fact that I've got the opportunity to be with you here um, on the podcast this afternoon. So Buntu has developed and we've got some services around that supported and powered by Send Handwritten. I love it. And, and, and we, you know, that uh, I love your business and what you do. And it's why, you know, it's, um, I, you know, as you alluded to, I've, I've utilized your services. And uh, I think where it started with the Send Handwritten is in itself uh, a statement of the times, isn't it? That, who would have thought, I mean, I'm sure you wouldn't have thought, you know, 20, 30 years ago that the idea of sending out cards in the mail was going to be a business that you would go into. And yet that whole idea just, is, you know, is obviously the foundation of what you do. And it's it's weird to say that it's unusual, but it is because we just don't get stuff in the mail anymore, do we? That's right. So I was talking to a client this morning who asked us to get the attention of school principals and deputies and music directors in private schools in Southeast Queensland. Okay. We curated very carefully a list of 100 people that he wanted the attention of. Do you think sending an email to a principal is going to get attention or just making a phone call? So The story is awesome in terms of what we sent. There was a lumpy mail piece, which was deep and meaningful, but also lent in towards being hilarious. And then there was a a second piece went out in the mail and I've just got off a call with him today. And he has said, Greg, do you know what? Please stop 
I've got four new schools that I need to service as an external music school plugged into my four new clients. I need more staff. That's the power of interrupting the attention of those busy, distracted principals, deputies, etc., in schools. Mm. Because emails is, is just beige and boring and bland so often. Not always. I'm not dissing the power of email. But there needs to be more. Yeah, and I think that's a, there's two important points that I think that uh, is worth exploring. Is one, emails definitely work to an extent, but but the but that's the key is that emails are now where mailbox drops, you know, have been forever, and those old fashioned types of uh, of interact of general in- interactions. They work on such a low percentage. It's like 0.1%. It's not even 1% half the time. And uh, and if you're a real estate agent, then letterbox dropping 10,000 homes in order to get one or two over the line that become clients is absolutely worth it because the the amount of money that you're going to get out of any given sale of property, particularly in certain areas of Sydney and I imagine Queensland mm-hmm. as well, and certainly Melbourne, um, the return on investment is definitely worthwhile. But that's not worthwhile for, for most other businesses. And yet, if you take it out of letterbox drops and you look at just email blasts, um, you know, interactions through social media uh, on their own, the odds are actually more or less the same numbers, different medium, but same numbers. And mm-hmm. so you have to, you know, people, I think, make the mistake of saying, oh, well, but email doesn't really cost me anything. Rubbish. Email costs you time. <laughs> it costs you a lot of time. And when you actually yeah. stack up that time that you're that you're doing, again, a lot of people then point to, okay, we have a CRM, an automated system that's sending out that's sending out emails. And it's not that that doesn't work; it definitely does work to an extent. But you have to understand yes. the you have to understand what it's costing you, and the uh, and the the amount that you're likely to get over there. The numbers don't stack up, so. That's one side, and the other side is the idea of creating the interruption. Yeah, and it, what what is the quietest channel to market in 2022, 2023? So, you know, radio, TV, email, social media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The list is ginormous when you start stacking channels one on top of the other. It turns out that the quietest channel to market where you can whisper and still be heard is the physical mailbox, which everybody has in front of their business or in front of their home. Yeah. And it, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because we all still check the mailbox. We might not do it every day. Uh, I know we don't, don't necessarily check our mailbox every day, but we do check it. Uh, many businesses have a, a, would have a PO box and those PO box, you know, Australia Post, lovely, send out a, a nice little email to you or a, or a uh, SMS to say there's something in your mail. And actually we kind of get excited about it because the likelihood that something turns up that's interesting for us is actually, it's it, it's intriguing. We still, that's the <laughs> funny thing. That's the continuity, isn't it? If you think back, you know, 70, 100 years and, and long before our time, but it, there was a level of excitement of getting something in the mail. And that's one yes. thing that actually hasn't really changed because of that, how unusual it is. 
and thinking, well, someone's gone to an effort because that's the strange thing. The perception about the spend and the time is disproportionate to what it is because people don't have any real idea about what the true cost of the electronic send is. That's right. And and what, what would be, you're in marketing, what would be a typical good open rate on an email blast, do you reckon? Oh, look, I think, it, it, you know, certainly when I've looked at MailChimp in a lot of, uh, and that's the common one that a lot of people use for sending out newsletters and, and things there, that, it, you know, industry standards depends on the industry that you're in. And if it's very specific, can be anything from 15 to 20%. But more often than not, when you're looking at, at email blasts, it's sort of more like the 5%. Um, right. So that's open rate? Mm. We have a 100% open rate. And how do we know that? Well, we know it for a couple of reasons. One is because when our call team nurture prospects, we either get told yes or no, the mail has arrived or not. Mm. And it would be pretty hard for me to put put my hand on my heart and say, you know what, every time we ring, yes, the mail has been received and yes, it has been opened. But our mail is of such high quality being handwritten and wax sealed. Here's the question. If you, how many birthday cards could you get from grandma before you stopped opening them? If grandma made a mistake this year, like would it be after one or two or 10, would you stop opening the mail from grandma? A handwritten envelope that she's put some effort into designing for you. The answer is, we can be appreciated endlessly and communicated per- with personally in ad nauseum because human beings want to be seen, recognised, heard and responded to. And we're curious creatures and we're both physical and emotional and psychological and spiritual. And we love that combination when somebody says, I've put the effort in. Absolutely. And 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 that is, it's huge, isn't it? Because I know that the the... The wax seal makes it stand out as well, and I, I don't know if people have that fully encaptured in their mind of what that looks like, but it, it's it's significant. You can see that there's been an effort put into it, and it makes it stand out regardless of if you do happen to open the mailbox and see a few bills or something else in there. Um, it is going to stand out, uh, you know, from anything else that you're going to receive. And I think the other thing too is that. Uh, I know from, again, from personal experience that if the phone call was made and someone hadn't received it for some reason, and that can be any number of reasons why that didn't happen, the interesting thing is is that the call works better than it would if it was a cold call because it's not a cold call. Saying, hey, did you get that in the mail? And, oh, no, I don't think, I don't recall we got that. Oh, let me explain what it was. Oh, yes. wow, that's cool. Um, would you like to catch up? That actually, it, it's because it's something that you've definitely done. And that, and that, you know, if, if for some reason you've got the address wrong, you get the, you know, good old fashioned Australia Post will send it back to you and say, return to sender. Um, and so these things are, are there to show them. And, and uh, I know again from experience that when you have the conversation, you then catch up on a Zoom call and say, hey, you might have missed it, but this is actually what was in the mail. Oh, wow. And it's a talking point as well. And I think that's the, you know, disruption is so important when it comes to marketing. There is so much stuff out there constantly. And uh, I think you and I have spoken uh, previously off air about um, 
the intrusion of AI and mm. how, um, you know, we've got a situation where we've got AI commenting on AI posts and you're kind of going, hmm, um, you know, I know uh, I looked at a post that I had put up um, recently and it was a headline and basically watched the video. But what I got was a whole lot of comments based on the headline, clearly <laughs> have not watched the video. Yeah. And uh, and I just think, well, who does that actually really benefit on your side of the, you know, you're going to that effort of making a comment, but it's a comment based on nothing that you've pressed a yeah. button for an AI to do and you've cut and pasted. You've actually created a job for yourself or for someone else for no real point. And you're not getting, and that's the thing too, when people are posting articles in in uh, that are from AI that you're not, disrupting the market by doing that. You're not grabbing extra attention. You're ticking a box and you're not even being authentic in the way that you've ticked that box. And I think that's what, you know, going back to what you're doing is that, and and, and this can't be understated, is that you're creating a piece that's unique. This is not a pluck this off the shelf. Um, you know, we've got a few designs, choose, choose one from our catalogue and away we go. This is a customised design a handwritten piece and it's well thought out and that is particular to the business that it's for and to the people that it's going to. Absolutely. And and I think that's a great segue for us to back away from the cliff that assumes that what Buntu powered by send handwritten about is physical handwritten mail. Because mm. here's the thing. Do we send physical handwritten mail and get results for our clients? Yes. Are we a marketing company? Well, we certainly help our clients with their lead gen and client retention and interrupting attention, but are we a marketing company? I'm going to say no, although we do marketing. What Buntu, powered by Send Handwritten, is actually, Anthony, is an amplifier of the entrepreneur and the, the um, soul-filled intent of that entrepreneur and his, her, or their team that are around them. And so I've got some naughty words go around, you know, some of the, the quips that are around at the moment. Like it is my assertion that lazy branding is BS. Hmm. Yeah? And, and let's talk about a monolith, a megalith, one of the big end of town boys, Coke, puts $4 billion behind a marketing campaign every year and they tell us internationally from space is what they wanted to do at one stage, that Coke is life. Now, I'm not anti-Coke per se. What I am anti is BS. Coke mm. is poison in a bottle. Mm. What drives the result is cash, not heart-filled, soul-driven intent to make a positive difference on the planet. Mm. And that's where, for me, branding needs to be deeply authentic it needs to resonate in order to tell stories that are intent on making the planet better for you and i having been here i 100 percent agree with you and it's really interesting i can't give the game away because it's a it, it's a client who's in his early stages uh, of a of a branding exercise but we've decided on a on a name and it's an amalgamation of of two words and he said to me do I just go with the traditional word or do I go with this amalgamation? And I said, you absolutely go with the amalgamation because it's 
a disruption, but they can own it. But it's actually more than all of that. It actually speaks to he's not either of the two individual words. He's an amount. He's genuinely an amalgamation into something that is new, and taking yeah. it into into a new area. And I think that that um, is, uh, you know, lost on a lot of people when it comes to branding. There are too too much branding that is out there that is again ticking the proverbial box, and there isn't a heart and soul to it. There isn't a uniqueness and a willingness to own it. Because I think that's the other thing too, that it's one thing to have a great brand, uh, but to own it is another, you know, another story altogether. And it's what I love about, you know, about Buntu and you explained what it is. And even in everything we've spoken about so far, it's clear that that brand is massive for you. That it's, oh, yeah. It, it relates, you know, it, it's this was not just a, I will thumb through the dictionary and find a, an interesting word and we'll make it work. It, it actually has meaning to it. And I think that is what needs to transfer, as you say, um, in, in what you do, is really taking things to another level of brands that actually have some meaning behind it and amplifying it. And I love that, that idea that you're amplifying it. Um, you know, I, I think that too often with marketing, People are sending out stuff that is maybe amplifying, but it's not, and and to a degree engaging, but too often not a true reflection on the purpose of the business because they don't know the purpose of the business. They haven't spent enough time thinking about it and understanding it. And what you just triggered for me was, um, you know, a... uh... Somebody who doesn't hold their alcohol well, if they're a happy drunk, more alcohol will make them more happy. If they're an aggressive drunk, more alcohol will make them more aggressive. So the alcohol is the amplifier. So if you're not sure who you are, the type of person that you are, and what it is that you want to amplify, you could amplify some really rotten parts of who you are. Mm. And I've got rotten parts of who I am. I've got a dark side too. Don't worry about that. But I choose not to amplify into the marketplace via some self-control, of course, and a good team around me. I choose not to amplify those darker components of who I am. I'm a human being. I'm a, I'm a flawed carbon unit like the rest of us. So it's the amplification of what it is that we choose to make a difference with in terms of the gifts, the resources, the finance, the connections, the whatever it is that we have at, at our disposal. Yeah, yeah. and I think that... Um it's it's really it's such an interesting space because um again in that amplification process what i've found is quite often when you look at value statements which are at the core of of who a business is and indeed an individual and often businesses put what they think it should be not what it actually is and so sometimes, and I've seen this with an organization um, that had a value that it, it was a box that they felt they should tick. And they believed with all their heart that, that it was the box that they should tick. But when you looked at the way they operated and the, in, the key individuals in leadership positions, it actually didn't suit them. They had a very different style to the way that was. And what happened was 
they churned through quite a bit of staff over a period of time. And I was thinking, why are they going through so much staff? And they couldn't quite put their thumb on it. And I I realised that one of the core values that was utilised in a lot of language because they had that sort of consistent messaging was out there, but it actually wasn't true to who they were. And Mm -hmm. so the wrong people were being attracted. They would come in thinking that the business was offering this. And when when it push came to shove, it actually wasn't. There was nothing wrong with the way that the business was operating. It was mm. just that they were saying it was something completely different to what it was. And I think yep. having the courage to to do that is is really is a really important asset to have. I hope you've been enjoying the conversation so far. We look forward to bringing you part two in the next episode of Biz Bites. Biz Bites is brought to you by Com Together for all your marketing needs so you can build your brand, engage audiences on multiple platforms, go to comtogether.com.au, follow the links to book an appointment for a free consultation. 